It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It's happy hour. Which means it's Cherry Saki Teeny Friday. Now, of course, we have not harmed any real Saki in the making of this. Uh, Dagan McDowell is here. She is the co-host of The Bottom Line on Fox Business Network, 6 p.m. Eastern on Fox Business, uh, 3 p.m. in the West. If you are enjoying your nightly cocktail, it's 6. And if it's uh, high tea, it's 3 in the West. Uh, Dagan, welcome to this special Galentine's pre-Valentine's happy hour. I love you. I love you too. But I want we did brutalize and abuse cherries we in did. the making of these. Well, we, we had to because there are a couple of cherries in here. There's no sake because we wouldn't actually have alcohol. These are mocktails. These are cherry sacatini mocktails, but they're a very pretty pink color. They're like a cherry blossom. So it's like a cherry blossom sakitini. I love Japanese cherry blossoms. Yes, me too. They're just absolutely lovely. If and I ever get a tattoo, that's what it will be. And of. reason enough to go to DC in the spring. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, just don't drive because your car will get jacked. Cheers to you. I love you. I love you too. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Oh, let's give it a whirl. I just want to note that the tip of the skewer matches your lipstick. That's right. Delicious. There we go. Skewer tip? Yeah, exactly. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about Joe Biden. I Boy. worry about him. Yeah. Cognitively? Yeah. I worry about the entire nation because of his lack of, well, his brain isn't functioning. No, right. it's not. Fun. I mean, you and I have both known people who, you know, it's like when they start going downhill, it's like it's kind of a, a gentle descent at first, but then it takes a pretty sharp downward turn. And unfortunately, I think we're at that point in his trajectory. We I've had numerous relatives who suffered from a variety of different brain disease mm -hmm. diseases and disorders and it's it's a it's cruel whether it's alzheimer's or vascular dementia or white matter disease mm. uh all of these disorders it's your brain is dying yes and exactly it is right. irreversible mm -hmm. and in many cases it's just unstoppable and when it and it can depending on the way your brain is dying, it can pick up speed yeah. rapidly. And does that seem like that's what's happening with Joe Biden? Or am I just imagining that? Is it just because they can't rest him? And so his gaffes are more consistent? Like the only consistent thing about his speech is the fact that he can't remember something or he misnames something uh, or it just stumbles. And I, these are. And, and I'm not a doctor. What? But that's why I had you on. Dr. Dagan McDowell. Dagan McDollars. These are things that... I love Fred. Um, <laughs> these are things that rest 
won't get rid of. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of, he did an interview with who's the ex McCain staffer who is on MSNBC. No, on MSNBC. She has a show. Anna Navarro. No, she's uh, at four o'clock on, I I don't, I I don't, she's Tiffany Reed. No. Um, Nicole. Yes. That Wallace. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That, I, I named a bunch of people who, who were not thing, McCain staffers. That's okay. <laughs> I don't even know her name. I just refuse to commit her, na- her name to memory. It's not because of a decline in my own memory. She, I think it was, she was interviewing him. This was last year. And she was asking him direct questions. And she was going super soft, like snuggle teddy bear soft mm. on him. And I love the snuggle teddy bear. He could not, and he was struggling to answer simple, direct questions. And he immediately, and he will, you never don't see him speaking off the cuff very often. He immediately went back to talking about Charlottesville mm-hmm. and why he decided to run for the presidency. And then he went many years back and started talking about his friendship with John McCain. Mm -hmm. So it was, to me, it was that moment when he didn't have any immediate grasp. Yeah, there's no no present recall at all. It was, he could recall and remember things Mm -hmm. from 2015, or even earlier than that. So, 2020 earlier that that's where he went Mm -hmm. in the conversation and he knew he had to keep the conversation going but he had to go back some number of years and I kept thinking does he know what year it does he know that he's running for his second term he so he I mean he name checked this last week uh Francois Mitterrand and Helmut Kohl as though he had had pretty recent discussions with right. both of them. And Cole died in 2017. So he... That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And he's about like, I was helmet Cole. And, and Cole was like, could you imagine them, a thousand people storming parliament? And I'm like, okay, first of all, helmet Cole was the chancellor of Germany. And Francois Mitterrand was not. But the, he's like, I was talking to Mitterrand in 2021. It's like, with a Ouija board? But again, his recall is not in the present day. No. His recall is five years, 10 years, 20 years and back. And that's, that's what happens. And if you ask someone in cognitive decline, tell me a story about when you were in college, mm-hmm. they can very often, depending on the way their brain is decaying, they've got that kind of recall, mm-hmm. but they don't have... They have the in. They don't have any ability to remember anything you tell them today, no. and they don't have the ability to recall things that have okay, happened so in the last week or so. That's clearly what's happening with right. them, and and we are deluding ourselves if we say anything other than that is happening. Why why keep him as president? Is it because he wants to, and he's narcissistic and doesn't want to let go of power, and he knows as much that he's the most powerful person in the world, and he wants to hang on to that. And there are Democrats who say, it's okay. It's a committee of people who are running everything. The committee stays. He's just the figurehead. 
I mean, he's a decrepit, decaying, senile figurehead. It's both. Who gives old people a bad name, and they shouldn't vote for him because of that. Oh, indeed. It's both. One, because if you look at what's happened in the last three years in this country, it is some super far left policy that's been put into place, particularly everything on energy, mm-hmm. which is, in, you know, our energy security and our national security have gone right out the door. Everything horrific that's happened to this country is related to in energy and the the plentiful amount of cheap fossil fuels that we have Not in the ground here. Not to mention here. the cheap, plentiful nuclear right. energy we could have abundantly, especially if we built some new and, thorium-based reactors. And so that, so it, the White House is being run by a committee of kind of fourth tier, far left, like younger nuts. leftists right. who are like the president even even asked me how I feel about apartheid in in Palestine. Well, even John Podesta all all the way down, number one. But think about he worked in politics for more than 50 years Mm -hmm. and he finally gets the top job Mm -hmm. and he was stubborn and crotchety and ornery and that gets worse with age so you think the old guy is gonna let go at this point Mm -hmm. no way and do you think the family will encourage him to let go at this point no way but that i mean that part is elder abuse like that part is wrong Sure, but if the power is there and he just hangs on to it, even in as a figurehead, even in name alone, as long as he he's surrounded by Secret Service, if he's not, they're going to protect him from falling and breaking a hip. They can't, though. I mean, he falls going up the stairs of Air Force One. Now he has to have the baby I, stairs. I agree. It's it, it's astonishing that he's running again. So what do you do? Do you just let him? wither it's up to, i mean he's not gonna live another four years there's no way or something happened you i mean he's not gonna it, he's not okay let's say he something he, he biologically lives 40 years his brain will not survive i mean and and they cannot squirrel him away like they did in 2020 when he was campaigning I, which is what some democrats like van jones like oh, they we really have to silence him it's like you can't when you're running against donald trump and you're not in the middle of a pandemic and you can't use social distancing as your big excuse. You have to get out there. And they're like, oh, oh retail the- politics. That is his calling card. He excels at retail politics. Like, dude, uh, he can't no, string he a, he talks to dead people, can't string a sentence together. Yeah, just like he was going to be president empathy. And yeah. he was, he isn't even president apathy. He's president antipathy. Oh, God, the that's way- a good one. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch. The way that he has treated Gold Star families, Mm -hmm. the way that he treated the families of the 13 service members who died in Afghanistan because of his incompetence and his, uh, like, inability to not blithely lie Mm -hmm. and it's again when you look if you look at and he did the same thing with one of the um one of the sergeants who was killed 
um, just recently speaking to her parents, mm -hmm. he repeatedly says, my son died because of his service in Iraq. He doesn't even say because of. He says, my son served in Iraq. That's why he died. Mm. I mean, the Pentagon has said if if you were in proximity to these burn pits and develop cancer, we're liable for that. And there have been a lot of veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan who, I mean, that is conceivable. The but the way that he has but, not made that leap in logic. And also, if he is extending that to his son, he has to extend that to every other well, veteran who has had any form of cancer who served in either of those two theaters. Well, the mother of the service member who died in Afghanistan, the way he phrased it to her was that I have been stood in your shoes. Yeah. And she said, my heart, I don't want to um, take words out of her mouth, but she said that she could feel her heart start beating fast because she said, I know that you got to be next to your son's side when he died yes. because he died some six years after he came yeah. home and from there's service. A, there's a big difference. And there's a big difference between that. And my brother-in-law died of glioblastoma, which is what her, what his son Bo died of. Mm -hmm. So to make that link between your glioblastoma his son's glioblastoma and serving in Iraq, it again, it's just deeply offensive. Well, it's, but it's I, double try. I mean, it's it's incredibly tragic what happened to Bo Biden. There's no doubt about it because he was clearly a good, competent person, and the president loved him dearly. And it's very sad to see someone in their 40s ripped away in the prime of their life. Um, that's awful. But when you send your child into battle and you trust the people in charge and they fail you and your your child dies needlessly the the sting is so much deeper it, it really is and you know to your point you can't be with them and you are trusting the government that they are making the best decisions on behalf of your family and the country and when they fail everyone involved that's a pain that you cannot rationalize you cannot anecdotally brush it away with this false empathy because there is no equivalence there well, it's also and it's also him making it about himself yes repeatedly rather than just saying because we talk a lot privately about grief mm -hmm. when my mother died you have you have a great deal of wisdom about grieving. And you just simply have to say, I have experienced grief, but I am not walking in your shoes today. Mm -hmm. And I will sit here and pray with you. Mm -hmm. And I will pray for you and your family for strength and blessings and peace every day forward, every week forward, every month forward. You, but you don't sit there and make it about yourself. Yeah. Oh, I like, know exactly what you're going through. Well, you don't because no, you don't, everything actually. is different and, and these tend to be much more tragic. And But I've said, to go back to his cognition, I said a few months ago, everybody in this country needs to recognize Joe Biden will not be a self-caring individual at the end of a second term. He's not going to be a self-caring individual at the end of 2024. I don't know that he is now. Well, where's the DNC then? Who is okay with it? Why does everyone seem to be all right with this? Because they can't run Kamala Harris. She is less popular than Joe Biden. 
she is an incompetent person. She should not have been named his running mate in 2020 to begin with. That's number one. Number two, they've waited too long. And now they they don't have anyone that they can parachute in. You know, I've talked, as many people have talked about Michelle Obama, because she would check all the boxes and end Kamala Harris's career in one fell swoop. And probably Gavin Newsom's as well, because if she did even an okay job, she would be elected and reelected. So she would be a two-termer and she would render Gavin Newsom irrelevant, which would be great. And she would end Joe Biden's political career also. So there's a great deal of utility. She knows it's a hard, crappy, thankless job. Her life is great. She has tens of millions of dollars, several homes, right. um, and Oprah-like adoration. And, you know, the, her approval ratings will never be as high as they are as a private citizen who enjoys security, opacity, and lots and lots of money. Yeah. And Gavin Newsom, you wouldn't even buy a Mr. Michael phone from him. No. And and his, if Gavin Newsom were right, um, kind words and a lot of ballot measure money would make homelessness go away. And it hasn't. It's only gotten worse in San Francisco, where he was mayor, and throughout the state of California, where they're about to have a um, a senior citizen homeless crisis explode in the next five years. A vast majority of people, homeless people, will be over the age of 60. And there, his singular focus has been on banning gasoline-powered automobiles, um, creating a burgeoning energy crisis in the state, mm-hmm. suing oil companies, and expanding the state's Medicaid at a time when the state has a $68 billion budget shortfall, yeah. expanding the state's Medicaid to include every, possibly every illegal migrant in the entire state. He doesn't even, he couldn't do math with a calculator. Yes. It's the old joke that to count to 21, he has to take his shoes off off and pants. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He's a a real smart guy. But, you know, it's like you look at that, there has to be, why not RFK Jr.? Like, if I were a Democrat, I would look at RFK Jr. and go, well, he kind of hates the establishment. And there's something, like, sweetly traditional about him. I wouldn't vote for him personally, but I know a lot of people, Republicans, Democrats, and Libertarians, who will vote for him. He's too close to the middle. And the whole vaccine thing. People have, they spent so many years losing their minds about that. Including his family. Yeah. Who wrote exhaustive letters, public letters, like, we do not endorse his ideas. We think vaccines are good. They do not cause autism. But he's he's surrounded by a very interesting cabal of people who give weight and life to his conspiracy theories. He is the classic environmentalist. He saved the Hudson River with Riverkeeper. But that's not what the climate movement is about. It's yeah. actually not saving the earth no, and or making admitting it... that you've made gains. Right. You can never admit that we're in a better place than we were five years ago or we're 30 the, years ago. Our, our per capita admis- emissions are the lowest they've been since at least 1950 because of the fossil fuel natural gas. And so it's possible to be a cleaner society and reduce your CO2 emissions and still use fossil fuels Mm -hmm. to replace coal and actual wood Mm -hmm. because people will resort to burning wood, which happened in Europe. I love wood burning pizzas. 
I I mean, I know, in, but in Germany, heat. they just closed their last nuclear plant. It's like, because they're what morons. Are you doing? They started doing it because of the tsunami. Yes. In Japan. In Japan, exactly right. Because, again, knee jerk. They thought it was jerk. like World War II and the Americans were going to send a tsunami to Germany. Knee jerk reaction to, with no analysis whatsoever. Yes. But Kennedy is the classic conservationist and environmentalist, but that's not what the climate crusade is no. about it's about control that's true he's got too big of a coalition against him even though there's so many independents and skeptics who probably would take him over trump or biden any day but at this point you know it's like joe biden is underwater by 30 points to donald trump on immigration 20 points on the economy 16 points on competence and how that the economy might improve. Immigration is not going to improve in nine months. There's absolutely no way. They're not going to fix anything. They're not going to do anything. Except blame Trump and the Republicans. deadlier and worse than ever. Um, and that is an empty, disprovable argument. That's number one. The economy probably will improve. His cognition, his ability to string sentences together, uh, the, the need for immediate recall, that will not improve, to your point. Like once that is gone... When your brain is starving, it doesn't come back. He's going to be talking about Tip O'Neill and Ted Kennedy. Yeah. That that will be, the, he will start at every turn going to people who died 20 to 30 years ago. That's fine. I, I know. He's a special little guy. It, it's fine if you're talking about Elvis, mm-hmm. but not that I knew Elvis. The, but one thing about his approval, disapproval, his approval rating went under his disapproval, and they crossed the moment he pulled out of Afghanistan, yes. and those 13 service members died. Yes, and, and the supporters that he lost, they have not found their way back to him, and they won't. Because he, he illustrated how incompetently he leads and how easily he lies, mm-hmm. and that was it, and he sacrificed the lives of 13 service members needlessly mm-hmm. and never and never apologize for it. I don't apologize for this wonderful cherry blossom sakitini. I love you so Let's much. Let's have one more. Okay. Cheers to you and Cheers. make Valentine's Day every day with yeah. your best friends. Yeah. You're my best mm. friend. Mm-hmm. We have many. Amen, sister. All right. I love, I love you, Dee. This has been Kennedy Saves the World, along with the incomparable Dagan McDowell. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.